Boy, I, I enjoy being able to share the Word of God. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, we live in such a crazy world that there's so much going on so quickly, so fast, that you can miss so much. But I'm so thankful that the Lord put some things in the Word of God that we can go back and learn over and over and over again. That's right. Furthermore, I'll turn it back on. You can turn me down. I feel like I'm in a barrel. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to try to watch my time here. And so as we turn to Matthew chapter number 18, verse number 26 and 29, just a, a, a simple thing that I saw here, and I hope this will be a blessing and a help. And of course, I've shared this with our church, so some of our church people will... Uh, uh, remember it, and then a couple of people will be like, uh, they've not heard it before. And I says, well, maybe they were sleeping, maybe they weren't. And, uh, but I, I think this will be an encouragement and just a reminder. In verse number 26, and I, I love this verse, and I want us to see, the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, I will pay thee all. Then in verse number 29 of chapter number 18 of Matthew, I want you to see here again, here's another servant. And here it says, this fellow servant fell down at his feet and besought him saying, have patience with me, I will pay thee all. Now, you know, I want us to see here tonight just for just a few minutes, I will pay thee all. Now you and I understand we cannot pay God back for all that he has done. If you've right. been Amen. saved by the grace of God, we can't pay him back, but we can give him our all. Amen. That's and right. That's what's missing in some of our Christian lives. We give him just enough, but it's not our all. Mm. And even I can get caught up saying, well, Lord, I, I do this and do this and do this. Well, you know what? That doesn't impress him. But you know what's wonderful is when we can give our all. Amen. We can give our all back to Jesus. And you say, well, Brother Ray, why should we give our all? Because he gave his all. Yeah. Jesus said, it is finished. He gave his all. Doesn't he deserve the best? Amen. Don't give him just what's left over. Let's pray tonight. Dear Jesus, Lord, I pray in the next few minutes that no one in here would hear my voice louder than they would hear the precious Holy Spirit speaking to their heart, directing their mind and their heart that we would be obedient to you. Lord, would you help us in the next few minutes? Lord, I won't be eloquent. I won't be a lot of things. But you're everything. Would you meet the need of each individual, those that are watching online, those that are sitting here? Lord, please don't let anyone miss out because of my faults and failures. You're too great. Would you meet their need? In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. But I want us to back up here just a little bit. And I want us to see in verse number 25 of chapter number 18 of Matthew. In verse number 25, I want you to see here, we see that he had not to pay. Now, I'm going to tell you, we can't pay our sin debt. No. We could give our all, and that would not be enough to pay our sin debt. I'm thankful that Jesus says, I've got that covered. Yeah. Amen? But for us to give our all. But if you realize that each one of us, anyone could grab us, Satan grabs us, others will grab us and say, but you have not paid. 
Mm -hmm. But you and I, we can't pay. Yeah. There's no way. Now we can prepare. We can do our best. Amen. I don't want Christians that don't prepare. I don't want Christians that don't care, that show up halfway. I want Christians that love the Lord. Amen. Yes. Don't you? Don't you want to be that person that God can look down on and say, they can't pay, but they have given me their all. Amen. Yeah. Boy, I love this in verse number 25. Here we see, for as much as he had not to pay. Means that he didn't, he couldn't pay. Amen. I don't know about you, but there's been some times in my life where I sat down with my checkbook and my means and the Lord provides for me. He is so gracious to me. I, I cannot complain. And if I did, who should listen to a Christian that's born again complain that God hasn't provided? Come on. Boy, I think that's a sad, sad shape that we have in America where Christians, when we have, we are so blessed. And when we're put out just a little bit, we're complaining. But I'm so thankful God has provided for me and my family and for our church. And of course, for the church right here yes. in Whiting. And you say, well, Brother Ray, we have need. Oh, well, that's because you're a Christian. That's because you're a Baptist church. You're going to have needs. Amen. It's never yeah. going to end. Amen. Until Jesus comes back. But what shouldn't be lacking in our church, in our families, in our community, is for Christians to be giving their all. Amen. Amen. But I want you to see this in verse number 25. For as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife and his children, and that all that he had. Boy, I don't know about you, but I wish we could sell some of us for what we think we're worth. Mm. But I'm afraid it's a bargain sale. <laughs> Come on. Amen. Come on. Lord, I'm going to tell you, I hope that you hear here in verse number 25. But I want you to see an payment to be made. Boy, can I tell you something? What we have is not ours. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Should be given back for the glory of God. Amen. Yes. We should give our best. Amen. <clears throat> Boy, I, I, I wish that some of us would get a hold of that. What could God do if we would be 100% sold out to Him and His mission, His views, His way all the time? Mm. We all fall short. If you see somebody else and say, well, they ought to be. Well, don't wait until they do. You do what you're supposed to do and you'll be surprised. You might run in a good company of a group of people. Come on. Amen. Don't say, well... When our church gets big, I'll do that. When our church gets to this point, then I will help. Well, you might be surprised that the church is lacking one person to making that goal. Yep, come on. You could be that person that could give your all, amen? Yeah. Boy, as we see here, I remember several years ago being with some preachers hearing a story told of how somebody came into a church and the church was struggling. And they came into the church and they said, well, there's nothing here for me to do. There's nothing that can happen. And they told the preacher on the way back out, going out the door, saying, there's nothing for me to do here. And they left and the, the other preacher leaned over to the other preacher at the back door and said they did exactly what they could do. Nothing. Yep. <laughs> Boy, us as Christians, I don't want nothing on the side of my name. Amen. Come on. Because Jesus is too precious. Amen. Amen. But I want us to see in verse number 26, and I'm going to try to be brief, and I'm going to try to uh, 
Be short if you help me be sweet tonight. Amen. But I want you to see this. I, I, I love this. That the servant therefore fell down and worshipped him saying, Lord, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. Man, wouldn't it be wonderful if some of us realized our condition and just got before God and say, Lord, I know that I'm not the best prayer warrior, but I'm going to pray. Come on. I might not be the best pastor. Come on. But I'm going to show up every Sunday and give it my all. Amen. As my boy told good, me this last week, he, we were talking about having jobs and responsibilities. And he goes, well, you're going to preach on Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> oh, and I said, well, we've got, to, we've, got, we've got to redirect this thing here a little bit. Amen. And so, uh, but you know what? It's sad that some Christians live their life that way. Oh, yeah. If oh, they're yeah. lucky. Moving right along, because I think I just made friends. But in verse number 26, have patience with me. I will pay thee all. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. When people have patience with us, Amen. Well, I'm going to tell you, it used to be there was a time where bankers had a term for people uh, that were slow payers. But then they had a different term for people who were no pay. Mm. Can I tell you something? Us as Christians, we ought to give our best and give our all. Amen. Amen. But in verse number 27, and the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave him his debt. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. Somebody's forgiven a debt to me recently. And boy, I'm going to tell you something. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. But hasn't God already forgiven her debt? Yeah. Come on. Hasn't God already forgiven my debt? Come on. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, boy, us as Christians, we're forgiven. Mm -hmm. Boy, isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Can you think about this? That everything we need, God's already can provide. Yeah. But what's the missing ingredient? Maybe it's some of us not giving our all. Ooh. But I love here where he said, forgive me my debt. Having compassion was moved with compassion for us. Think about that. Us as Christians, having compassion. God has compassion for you and me better than we deserve. Amen? Yes. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to hear this is the brother raised and it's like, oh, I'm you walking off. Amen? Hey, uh, boy, us as Christians, when we forget our compassion, we've forgotten one of the greatest tools that Jesus had. He had compassion for That's you. That's right. Boy, when He was on the cross, we were on His mind. Amen? Man. He knew everything that would happen and He knew why He was doing it. Amen? Yeah. It was not just an accident. It was a chosen submission to his heavenly Father. If Jesus would do it, we have no excuse. We have no excuse. Yeah. In verse number 27, I'm trying to hurry here. I want you to see here, the Lord of the servant was moved with compassion and loosed him and forgave his debt. In verse number 27, but the same servant went out and found... Now, I have three things that if, you, if you're taking notes, just three things quickly that I'll try to as quickly as possible go through. But some having, but some servant went out and found one of his fellow servants. One of his fellow servants. Uh-huh. Boy, that's what, a big thing that happens in our churches, Brother Sanson, is we start picking our fellow servants. Oh, yeah. Amen. The fellow workers. There's people come who come and do stuff all week long. We were here working in the building just a little bit, and some of the ladies were coming through doing stuff. 
boy, I was just hoping I didn't mess none of their stuff up. Amen. Yeah. Right? Amen. They work hard. I appreciate our ladies and gentlemen that work, that mow lawns clean, do different tasks that maybe nobody ever sees. Amen? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you something. Fellow servants. He found a fellow servant which owed him a hundred pence, and he laid hands on him and took him by the throat. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Us as Christians, we need to keep our hands off of each other. Yeah. yeah. And if you have a big enough problem with a fellow believer, I'll tell you exactly how to put your hands on them. Everybody go like this. Take them, put them together, and pray for them. Yep. Because I'm going to tell you, that grip right there is the grip that God can use. Yes. When we give it back to the Lord, amen? When we, but boy, that man went and grabbed somebody by the throat. Now that's a serious thing. Those are fighting words. Yeah. Amen? They are. They are. Boy, if somebody come and grab me by my throat, I'd forget. But I sure would remember that I'm from the region. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just telling you. Yeah. Preach. And that's what's wrong is some of us Christians, the devil uses those opportunities. Oh, yes. He found a fellow servant, a fellow helper, a fellow friend. Amen? And he went after him and took him by the throat. And said, what did he say? Pay me what thou owest. The thou owest. Now, I'm going to tell you something. Sometimes we just, and I'm not talking about just money. Sometimes we owe people an apology. Oh, oh. And I'm going to tell you this, Brother Samson, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to myself. So everybody just look at Brother Ray and say, Brother Ray, if you would just say sorry sometimes. Right? Yeah. Sometimes we owe people an apology. Sometimes we owe people just a kind word. And sometimes we need to say, I know you're doing your best. Yeah. See, sometimes us as Christians, we need to realize that this thing is bigger than just you. Oh, yes. I get in trouble with other preachers because I get excited when I get to tell people when they move to a different area, hey, there's some churches over there. Let me get you to these, these churches. Amen? You want to scare a preacher? Send somebody their way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen? Boy, we, we need help. Amen? Yeah. yeah I hear you. And I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Amen? Boy, I hope that helps somebody. Amen. But I want us to see this. And he took him by the throat. And he said, What thou owest? A fellow servant. Keep your hands off of fellow servants. If they're doing the best they can, and you know what? Maybe you're not doing as good as you think you are. Sometimes mm. me, myself, I don't need to compare myself. Brother Lacey, I'm excited about hearing you in just a few minutes. I've never met you before, but I got to meet you this morning. Heard wonderful things about you. Boy, I'm going to tell you, I can't compare myself to him. Amen? Now, yeah. Brother Samson, you can compare yourself to me because you'd look better. Amen? Because I'm a mess. Amen? I know. The biggest problem I have is the guy who I shave every morning. Uh, yeah. I look yeah. him in the eyes and say, man, that's a mess of a guy. Yeah. Amen? I'm just telling you. That's the truth. Yeah. But he went after a fellow servant. The next thing that he did, he laid hands on him. Keep your hands off of each other. Amen. Yeah. Everybody agree with that? Amen. But why is it? Why is it that we think it's okay to put our mouth on somebody? Oh. Jesus paid for that. 
Now, I'm going to tell you something, Sister Heather, I'm sure your husband, Brother Moore, as we worked together for a while, if somebody said something bad about you, I don't think he'd take that so kind. You could say something bad about me, and I'd probably laugh at it. That's all you know. <laughs> You're not as important as I thought you were. Amen? But you say something about my wife. Oh. Mm -hmm. And you say something about my boy. Amen? Now, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Growing up in the region, you say something about my mom. Uh-oh. And you say, well, Brother Ray, if they say something bad about your dad, what do you do? I was like, he can defend himself. That's right. Right? Yep. But you mess with my mom. That's a whole different thing. Come on. Amen. Amen. I remember several years ago, somebody was visiting the church, and they were being real smartcastic to me at the back door. And they said, well, does your mama know you, you preach and talk like that? And I said, well, she's right there on the third row. You go tell her. <laughs> I will never do that again because that could have went so wrong. <laughs> so thankful that they just got mad and walked out. <laughs> and you say, oh, Brother Ray, why? Because my mama, my mama can make you wish you never did it. Yep. <laughs> I love my mama. <laughs> okay? But I'm just telling you, to this day, <laughs> I love my mama. <laughs> but I want you to see this. His fellow servants, they laid hands on him. And he took him by the throat. Number four, lastly. Saying, pay me all that thou owest. He grabbed him and wasn't going to let him go until he paid him. Now can I tell you something? No fellow servant owes you that much. You're right. And if you think they do, maybe we need to, instead of saying, this is what's owed to me, how about we take it this direction and say, what do I owe the Lord? Ooh. All of a sudden, Help us. this may not be so important. Yep. How about this direction? What do I owe the Lord? Amen? Yeah. Oh, that's helping somebody. <clears throat> Saying, pay me what thou owest. But I want you to see here in verse number 3, verse number 30. And he would not but went and cast him into the prison till he should pay the debt. Well, now, I'm just going to tell you something. That's silly upon silly. It is. Because how is he going to pay the debt when he's in jail? Come on. I don't have enough people that like me that would pay my debts to get me out of jail. Yeah. Okay? That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. But I want you to see this as we finish. Verse number 34 and verse number 35. And his Lord was wroth with him and delivered him to the tormentors till he had paid all that was due unto him. See, the Lord can turn the tables. If the Lord would require of me all that I owe him, I'd be in trouble. If he would require me to pay my sin debt, which I could never pay. See, us as Christians... In verse number 35, so likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you if ye have from your hearts forgiven not every one his brother their trespasses. Mm. See, we need to forgive people, let things go. And I know it's hard, okay? There are some things that I can still remember. But you know, there's things that people can remember about me. 
If you if you want to if you want to be humble, go to your home church where you grew up. Yeah. People, brother Lacey, <laughs> people will tell me stories, and I'll be like, "Oh, I forgot about that. That's kind of embarrassing." <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Some of my church people are like, we need to go visit BBC. We need to get some stories. <laughs> but we need to forgive. Yeah. But see, forgive not everyone his brother in their trespasses. If I'm holding back my forgiveness, then how am I paying God my all? When I'm holding one thing back, and counting that as more important than my walk with Him. Because I'm going to tell you today, ladies and gentlemen, as I finish, I'm going to tell this story, and I don't tell it very often. See, sometimes personal experiences teach us something. I remember several years ago, I was working for Dr. Jerry Cheney. And I stepped off from working from him. His wife came back and she was driving and helping him. And I remember I was dating a young lady and it became very serious. And we were going to be married. And then there was some things that still needed some fine-tuning. And so on advice from several preachers and good friends and Christian counselors, said, you just need to back up. Well, we had the, the wedding date, and I'm so thankful that never worked out, brother, because the, the Lord was preparing my wife. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I got, I, I'm happy I waited. Okay? Amen. And let me tell you something. Her, the young lady that we were seeing each other, and very faithful in the church, she was not a bad person, it just was not the right person. And I'll never forget, we were there, and uh, we had... People had already started giving us gifts for our wedding. And uh, so we had those all stacked up in my, my front room there in my apartment there in Henryville. And uh, when we decided to, to, for things not to work out, they came to the apartment. Her family did. Brother Bewley, they came into the apartment and I let them take everything that they wanted. And they took some stuff that wasn't theirs. That's fine. Stuff is just stuff. And I remember saying that they could not have something, and her brother grabbed a hold of me, oh, no. threw me up against the wall, and had his hands on my throat. Can I tell you something? That triggered something, so when I read this scripture, it made me think how horrible it would feel to have somebody do that to me. Why would I do it to someone else? Mm. Now you say, well, Brother Ray, you're trying to be too dramatic tonight, so I'm going to give it a little bit of levity here. I've always tried to, instead of making this a, such a horrible situation for me, I've always said, you know, I had to go to Henryville, Indiana, to be assaulted, to understand when people come into my office here in Gary and say, I never thought that person would hurt me. I never thought that person would put their hands on me. And Brother Bewley, you know what goes in my mind? I can imagine kind of how it would feel. People that you thought you loved, thought you trusted, that you cared for, people that you thought you knew, 
because they were fellow believers. See, the devil gets in the details. So maybe today, instead of putting our hands on someone, whether our mouth, our actions, maybe just tell the Lord, I'll just pay you all and you settle these accounts. I'm not his collector Come today. On. You're not his collector today. We are to be his servants. Amen. We are to be his servants, giving our all. I'm not talking about your money today because if he doesn't have your heart, if he doesn't have my heart, if he doesn't have my emotions, money isn't everything. Yeah. And, but isn't it wonderful how God can use us? And you say, well, Brother Ray, I did not use names because they're fellow believers. And if I saw them today, I would be very nice to them. But every time I think of that incident, and the police had to be called. And you know what? My throat tightens up. Sure. Yeah. But can I tell you something? Every time that happens, when the devil reminds you of bad stuff, just say, but Lord, I'm going to give you my all. I'm going to give you my all. Come on, preacher. I'm going to pay everything that I owe. Come on. I'm going to do my best. And we're going to leave the rest alone. Yeah. Dear Jesus, Lord, we love you today. Lord, I pray, Lord, that your word has encouraged one person. Lord, I don't like sharing that story. But Lord, they did more than just grab your throat. They yeah. pulled your whiskers, your beard. They beat you. You were marred more than any man so that you could tell me I'm forgiven. Lord, help me to give my all. I can't ask you to make anybody else give their all, but would you help me to do my best for you? And when I don't, would you bring me back close so I will again? In your precious name, we will. Amen. Amen. Amen.